News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now, more than eight hundred thousand people may flee Sudan as a result of the ongoing fighting between military factions. That was a stark warning from the United Nations officials in Geneva yesterday. And Declan Power, defence and security expert, joins us now on this. Um, Declan, eight hundred thousand people displaced in that part of the world. There's already been conflict for many years in parts of Sudan and in parts of South Sudan and there are many people already displaced and living as refugees. What's this going to mean for us? Well, it's going to increase the uh, the strain on uh, the Western world in terms of responding to conflict and the spin-offs from it because uh, I suppose people don't realise when you have conflicts like that, it causes a big shift uh, in population movement. Uh, crops don't get sown. Uh, Resources don't get distributed and people then shift uh, according to uh, their need for those kinds of things. And then huge strain is put on the areas and regions that the uh, refugees or internally displaced people move to. Now, um, I was uh, I remember a similar situation arising in South Sudan when I was there in 2000 and, uh, 2012. And one of the problems was that uh, the international community don't always uh, respond quickly enough and you end up with a famine which maybe or, or some other form of disaster that exacerbates the ongoing conflict and complicates it and then that can then turn quite easily into a, an ongoing festering mixture of natural disaster and conflict that uh, creates instability in that region and if you think about it you have you, you have a conflict there now uh, you have the instability that will cause in neighbouring countries such as Chad. You have an ongoing war in Yemen. You've had a nasty war going on in Syria and you have a war in Ukraine. All of this creates much, uh, raise the level of instability for the Western world to deal with. The UN is struggling to be relevant now in a situation like this, particularly because uh, of the Russian veto being used to uh, cynically uh, undermine the West's uh, elements of cohesion. And the EU has already got its focus. It would normally be in a, in a position to respond maybe more speedily to something like this, but its focus at the moment is on Ukraine. So the longer this conflict goes on in Sudan, the uh, the more instability uh, and, internationally. Yeah, and Declan, called. you said the focus of the EU, but, but what in effect can the EU do other than send financial aid? I mean, would, would we expect to see peacekeepers go in? What, what would we, or peace enforcers go in? What would, what, would we, what would we expect the EU to do? Yeah, well, that is, I mean, normally the EU would be in a much uh, stronger position to respond, not necessarily with boots on the ground, but to uh, bring about some sort of uh, lengthening ceasefire to get negotiations in place and uh, you'll get to the nub of the problem. And then if needs be, uh, the EU would have been in a position under a UN mandate to deploy some sort of uh, a force. Uh, now, that's unlikely to happen for a variety of reasons, some of which I've touched on the fact that the UN is very much hamstring, hamstring in this case. In, in fact, it suits Russia's um, needs at the moment uh, for this conflict. It takes uh, some of the pressure off them a little bit uh, with the, the international focus shifting. Okay. And if this instability continues, this is another, it's another significant uh, uh, loss in, uh, you know, of influence of the West in that region. We've already seen uh, the West more or less pull out of Mali where it had been trying to shore up a regime that was under pressure from extremists. And that 
gap has now been filled by the Russian mercenary force, the, the Wagner Group. Okay. So, you know, we saw the same happen to an extent in Syria as well. So destabilisation well of, of conflicts by, by Russia is ongoing, I, I suppose, globally. Maybe lastly, would we expect to see, if there is 800,000 people would we displaced from this, would we expect to see some proportion of that 800,000 making their way to Europe? I know Sudan obviously is, doesn't border any countries with Europe, but nonetheless, uh, I imagine that Europe may look more appealing than some of the countries surrounding Sudan. You're absolutely right. Undoubtedly, a significant number are going to arrive on European shores, adding to the level of strain that uh, Western Europe, our own country in particular, is already facing with trying to cater for the mix of refugees uh, and people seeking international protection that uh, are arriving already. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us on all of this. That is Declan Power, their defence and security expert. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.